You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Thanks for joining us on the Renewed You podcast. We're here to help you discover how mental, physical, and spiritual health combine to help you live your best life. We want to give you hope, tools, and encouragement because the world needs a renewed you. Now, here's your host, John Ewell. Hey, 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 everybody. How are you doing? Thank you for joining me on this edition of the Renewed You podcast. This is going to be a very, very special um, episode. Um, I'm joined today. My guest is my dad. How are you doing, Pop? I'm doing great, son. Thanks for being with with me on this episode. Um, people have, that have been listening to um, the New Life podcast have heard me talking about this episode, and um, we're going to do it. Um, I want to let everyone know that Today, we're going to be talking about something that has happened to our family, happened in our family. Um, it's very personal, very emotional, but we want to talk about it because um, all of us are going to experience this, and uh, we want to talk about how uh, we as Christians um, face this issue, and that is the uh, issue of losing of someone that we love, the issue of death. Um, I want you to know that as of this recording, um, my mother... My dad's wife uh, went home to be with the Lord on September the 1st, and um, so it's been a little over three weeks, and um, we've endeavored to walk this out as a family in a way that would encourage others to truly believe in the God that we profess and the reality of, of heaven. And I want you to know I have been so honored and privileged to walk this with my dad. And as with a lot of things in my life, uh, most of what I know comes from both of my fathers, my earthly father, which is my daddy, my heavenly father, which is the Lord. And um, dad, you've impressed me on how you've handled this and and how you've walked through it. And uh, we want to take some time today and talk about loss. Um, and how we approach that as Christians. So, all right. Um, well, to, to me, the foundation of everything has to begin with truth. You have to have a foundation uh, upon which to stand, to think, to talk, to live. And our foundation as Christ followers, as believers, is the truth of God, not our own imaginations, not our own emotions, not the circumstances of life, but what is truth. And when I surrendered my heart to Christ years ago and uh, committed to minister, to preach his gospel, I had to make a conscious shift from my will to his will and learning what his will is primarily through the scriptures renewing my mind to that and my heart, my spirit, and my lifestyle. Everything has to measure up and stand on the truth of God's Word. That being the case, uh, that truth in times of volatility, which certainly the death of my wife, your mother, uh, emotionally, and of course physically because I don't see her here with me. I can't talk to her visibly, though I talk to her every day still. Um, has to 
find its rest, I guess, in the reality of truth. And the truth is, we're all destined to die. Anything born's going to die. Jesus comes along and conquers death for us. So as believers, as Paul wrote, uh, there is no sting in death. There's no victory in the grave now because we pass beyond that through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He says, those who believe in me, though you were uh, dead, yet shall you live. And those who believe in me will never die. And so based upon that truth and being a minister, I could mention this to you. I think what helped uh, is helping us is we have ministered to hundreds of people over the years through this very experience, but we've been on the ministry side comforting them, encouraging them with the very truth that I am now having to stand in and walk out and live out, and so are you. And so uh, that being the case, as emotionally uh, as it was for you and me to stand by your mother's bedside and uh, bless her and release her into the presence of the Lord, deep down in our heart, we knew that was the best for her, and she was going to a place that we truly believe exists and uh, that she is freeing herself or she's being freed from the limitations of this physical body and all of its pain, all of its uh, the effects that it has upon us in life uh, here in this realm. And so as a result, you have to determine, am I going to live out of my flesh or out of my spirit? I had to conclude that often our, our sorrow and grief is self-centered. It's because we don't want to lose their presence with us. But knowing that we believe there is a heaven to go to as a believer, as Jesus mentioned, and, and, and put our faith and trust in that. We sing about it in church. We preach about it. But when the time comes, sometimes we're reluctant, if you will, to embrace the reality and let our loved ones go. Um, so I had to determine, am I going to live out of my flesh, out of my emotions, out of my grief, out of my sorrow, which is really selfish, self-centeredness in many ways, or am I going to rejoice? Not that I've lost your mother. She, we, we were married for 53 years. I mean, we were saved together, called together, ministered together. And uh, there is a void now that I've never experienced before. But yet I know in my heart she's still with me in spirit. But I know, too, that... I didn't want to see her continue to struggle physically in the condition that we saw her in that hospital. And I knew that she had already got it already prepared a place for her. She was ready to go. Uh, and so it was with great, in the midst of the sorrow, it was with great joy and comfort that we could release her to go on to be with Jesus when she went. And the challenge now in living this out with this void in my life and your life too, is again, where are we standing? Are we standing in the truth or are we going to stand in the just the natural element of, of life and emotions? Uh, I grieve, but my grief is filled with great joy because I know where she's at. And every day I live, I'm just another day closer to being with Christ and with her again in that sense. So it's helped me to to again draw upon what I've always preached. The Lord told me years ago, son, you're going to have to practice what you preach. It's going to, it's going to come to you and you're going to have to live it out. 
well, this is one of those times. And I I think as Christians, that's the reality for all of us because we can hoop law and amen, but when the time comes, are we living out what we believe in the face of whatever we're, we're dealing with? And to me, that's the great testimony and witness of faith to those around us that we have something of substance. It's not just a platitude. It's not just a philosophy. It's not just a mindset. It's a reality to us that we truly can rejoice in the midst of our sorrow. And that's, that's, uh, that's what we're endeavoring to do regardless. And um, I just know it was important. Uh, it was important for me uh, to get back into the congregation, to go up on the platform that Sunday, and to lead in the congregation whatever way I did to try and again say, hey, this hasn't moved me. This hasn't changed yeah. me. I'm the same person. I'm the same believer. I'm the same preacher. I'm the same proclaimer of truth. Right. Yeah, I've, I've taken a hit like we all do in life, but now the substance of my faith strengthens me and encourages me to stand up in the face of it and keep rejoicing, knowing the reality of truth is, is, is realized, certainly on mom's part and on my part too, because I'm headed that way. We're all destined to die. And so it's how we, what we believe and how we live in this life prepares us for that moment of uncertainty that we all are going to face eventually. And I think that's why if you ever read Fox's Book of Martyrs or whatever, uh, and even the Christian, early Christians in the scriptures, how could they go like sleep to a sheep to a slaughter yeah. like Jesus did? Right. Because they truly believe in Christ and what he teaches. And it's so transformed their spirit and their mind to reality that hey i've already died i died in giving my will over to his will so death has no hold on me i'm just going to be released from this realm and enter into a greater a greater realm and um and so we who are left have to determine are we going to stand up in the face of all that and truly live out our faith in the as a witness to others to say hey I really believe what I preach. I really believe what I teach. And, and what happens, what I have found, again, the Holy Spirit in my spirit, within me, when I make that determination, and the power of truth makes us free, the Bible says. So it, it enables me every day to live in freedom and joy, even in the reality of the loss of your mother and my soulmate, my my helpmate, Um because again, my life isn't based upon the natural circumstances or the emotions of the moment. It's on the truth of God's word. And I think uh, not only in reference to what we're walking through, but in reference to uh, where we're living right now in this world and things that are gonna come against us believers in America, we're gonna have to make a determination. Are we really gods? Do we really belong to the Lord? If we do, then that shifts. It should shift everything and how we think and how we live. You know, I, I keep referencing Paul where he said, whether we live, we live unto the Lord. Whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live or die, we're the Lord's. And if you have that mindset, I think that's a level of maturity that moves you beyond depression and discouragement in times of sorrow and difficulty. And it, though you may feel that, you, you move beyond it into the level of joy uh, and, and peace knowing again we belong to God and God's realm is greater than this realm and we're going to be there one day and so we just have nothing but hope and expectation for the future 
and technically i've got a uh, it's okay Dad. I've, I've got a picture of your mom and me in my, in my room and i go and I, I kiss her on the lips every morning and i say good morning babe i know you're going to have a great day in heaven and i'm headed your way i love you i bless you thank you for all that you meant to me and still mean to me and i do that at night i say thank you um and i bless her uh and i really mean that because we would always kiss and tell each other we loved each other every day yeah and i'm continuing that but i know that she's in a greater place and i'm headed that way too and i truly am glad she's having a great day in heaven yeah. today and uh and i know she's with me as the holy spirit is with me to to help me you know live an overcoming life and not allow the sorrow and depression and discouragement of death hold me captive and i've seen it you've seen it as a minister over the years so many people they can't move beyond the grief yeah. they get locked up in a prison of grief and sorrow and uh, and they hopefully they live a lot of their life with regret for a lot of things and the grief holds them captive and certainly paul says we don't sorrow as those who have no hope because we have a hope we can move beyond it because we know the reality of truth so it really comes down to what is truth well the bible is truth the word of god is truth and if we if we truly believe that give testimony to it live by it then that truth frees us up even in the midst of sorrow and difficulty of, of losing in this case a wife or a mother that we can we can lift our head and go on with great joy into our future too and continue the work somebody said what are you going to do now i said i'm going to keep doing what i've always done i'm a minister right. of the gospel I want to keep serving Jesus. I'm, right. going to, I'm going to keep standing next to my son and lead the church and do whatever God enables me to do until he calls me home. I'm not going to shut down. No. I'm going to stand even more and declare the glory of God, right? Because I truly believe that. And so uh, that has helped me. And that's sort of the way I sort of re reposition myself. I, I pray through a prayer every morning that sort of retools me, reprograms me, uh, if you will, uh, for each day presenting myself to the Lord to, to, to live out his plan. Um, and but the, but the root of it is, again, believing in the truth that there is a heaven to gain, and we're all headed there for believers, and it's certainly better than this realm. And um, every day that I live, I'm closer to that for me, yeah. uh, whenever and however that, ha that occurs. So that's probably the bedrock of, of how I'm handling things. I think for those of you that are listening, um, Maybe, maybe uh, you might think, well, you guys are just hard-hearted. You have no feelings. You don't, you don't really um, get, you know, what it, what it's like uh, to lose someone. And that is so not true. It's just one of the bedrock things about Christianity is choosing to live by your spirit and not by your flesh. And, I, and for a lot of us, that really is the big battle that we face. Accepting Jesus and eternity is easy, but learning to live by something more than our feelings, more than our emotions, more than what we see, more than what we experience, that's really, really hard for some people. And Dad, you said a few things um, in there. Um, a couple of them I want to I share with you. Uh, you talked about how that there's a new void in your life now. And a lot of people have experienced that void. But, Dad, I just wrote this down as you said that there's now a new presence that is for true. the new void. That is that so true. 
mom is still with you. Yes. You're just experiencing her in a different, different way. way. That is true. Um, and so if you have lost someone, um, fleshly earthly please know that person is still with you and there is a new presence now in your life right to help you through that new void right um i think dad you and i have talked how that some of the harder statements that jesus made now at least are starting to make sense to me so i want to tell you guys a hard statement jesus made that i think i'm just now coming to understand so just hold on jesus one time told his disciples made this statement let the dead bury the dead let me tell you what i think that means let those who live by their flesh Mm -hmm. let them mourn the dead in their flesh Mm -hmm. but for those that truly understand that though you are dead yet shall you live Mm -hmm. that when you're absent from the body you're present with the lord bury your family your friends from that vantage point and you will find more strength and more ability to process through your emotions and the loss with that that is the hope sure um, how, how do you interpret that scripture based on what you're experiencing personally that Jesus st- said, let the dead bury the dead? Well, you know, I could say um, the opposite of that is let the living celebrate. Let the, the living, living celebrate. Yes, that is right. And that's what I'm doing. I celebrate. She's not dead. She's alive. She's just in another realm. And that's the reality of eternal life that we say we receive and believe and rejoice in as Christians, well, the proof of it is when that spirit and soul at the last breath, there it goes, still alive in another realm. And so we celebrate that. He was was calling his disciples or calling people to follow him in that Mm -hmm. context because he was the giver of life. He was, yeah. Come to eternal life. There's no death in eternal life. If you if you don't have me in you, then from God's perspective, we're dead, we're dead. to Christ or, the, or to God or to His activity. We're just living life unto ourselves, and so everything's dead. We bury the dead. We just live a in, in sort of this death cycle of earth existence, right? But if we come to Christ, He opens up His life and imparts it to us to where we have something in us that sustains us and carries us, helps us in this life, but also extends beyond this physical existence. And so we rejoice in the fact that your mother is not dead. She's still alive. You might talk about the experience you had uh, from the, the Holy Spirit when you were meditating upon upon your mom and, and what he said, how you think of Jesus. You need to think of your mom that way. Go ahead. That's and right. That. Um, I was um, talking to mom shortly after her passing, laying in bed one night, and um, was just asking her <coughs> questions, three that have st- burned into my brain you know mom how how are we going to keep your house like you did um mom how are we how are we going to love people like you did Um, how are we going to care for dad like you did um all three of those statements are past tense and yeah um the lord just came to me in my mind with this statement you don't talk about me in past tense Mm-hmm. We don't talk about the Jesus who died and rose from the dead in past tense. We understand he's alive right now, that God is ever present. And I remember setting up going, that's right. Mom's not gone. Mom is still present. Right. Th- that is the reality of what Jesus was trying to get us to understand, right. that life and death 
It, whoa, no, no. That death is specifically tied to this reality, but life extends beyond it. So when we pass, mom is still there. Sure. She's just now a new presence for a new void. Right. And one of the messages that came out of the uh, celebration of life service with mom, which is why we didn't call it a funeral. Right. Because I love that line, dude. Dude, I wrote that down. Uh, yeah, somebody needs to hear this today. Let the living celebrate the living. That's right. a great line, Dad. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we did mm-hmm. uh, was celebrate Mom. But one of the core messages was just very simple out of the 23rd Psalm, Psalm 23, verse 4, um, in the the way that I learned it. Though, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And in the celebration of life service, the word through Mm-hmm. was a key thing yeah. some people get stuck right like you said they just get mm-hmm. they get stuck you know they experience loss and they don't really know how to balance that with god mm-hmm. and so they run mm-hmm. um and what that shows me is that they really don't understand truth i'm sorry yeah um because how we handle this reality proves the depth of what we believe right. it's either going to be very shallow mm-hmm. And if it's shallow, then something like this can just knock the life out of, and mm-hmm. you're just knocks you off kilter. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to know that we're walking through it. There's something on the other side right. of this. But another word that I've been focusing on is the word shadow. Mm-hmm. So I want you guys to think about a shadow. We cast a shadow when there's an object, and on one side of the object, they're hit with light. Mm-hmm. And then behind you is this shadow um and i've been thinking about that from this vantage point and i want i want you to get this folks um if i have an object and i want to cast a long shadow i bring the light perpendicular Mm -hmm. directly in front of the Mm -hmm. object if i want to shrink the shadow make it smaller i raise the light so for some of you that feel stuck in the valley of the shadow the shadow is casting long into your life because the sun is low in your life but Mm -hmm. if you'll lift the sun let him be who he is the one who conquered death then when he hits the shadow it's short Mm -hmm. and you can get through this season and and as you were talking and i wrote that down because i've been thinking about shadow but i hadn't written that line the higher the sun the shorter the shorter the shadow Mm -hmm. um Wow, Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God, that in our life, we've continued to elevate you. Right. And you are helping us walk sure. through. Sure. And if you are walking in this season, if you're struggling with loss, um, maybe you're listening today, because I'm going to send this podcast to, to several of you. If you're listening today and you know you've gotten stuck, mm-hmm. you really have gotten stuck, one of the ways to get unstuck is to raise the light, raise the sun in your life so that it shortens the length of the shadow. What would you say mm-hmm. to those that are listening today that we know have gotten stuck in this moment, in this season of loss? How would you help them? Well, again, everything comes down to a choice. When God created us in his image, one of the realities of God in all of us is the ability to make a choice. Now, you need to know, uh, if you're coming to make a choice, you need to know what you need to choose. In other words, you don't want to make a choice toward a lie or deception. You want to make a choice for the truth, right? Because that truth brings you the freedom that God promises you. 
And so Jesus is truth. Truth is a person, right? So when you know Jesus and you know his word, you have truth that you can stand on as you walk through the valley of the shadow of death or any challenging circumstance. I think it's significant. You talk about the shadow and the light. Uh, we, we, we can think of the darkness of the shadow, but think about the, the light that you're moving toward. You're moving toward the light. You're, you're living out truth. And that light casts a shadow, but the length of that shadow determines how quickly you process through your sorrow and grief into the truth that, hey, this is just temporary. This life is just temporary. I have something greater yes. I'm moving toward. And yeah, there is a darkness. There is a, there is a pain. There is a, a sense of grief and loss here that somebody isn't with us anymore. In this case, my wife and your mother. But I'm moving toward that great light. And the sooner I can embrace that truth, the shorter this journey becomes for me. The, sh the journey through the, the grief, through the sorrow, uh, through the pain or whatever term you want to use in, in a sense that uh, tends to, to uh, hold us in that moment uh, to where we're moving on towards something that is yet before us, just like your mother is now experiencing. Yes. She's in that light. She's a part of that light. She's with Christ. And so we move toward the light. The more we can elevate the truth, the quicker we can process through the human emotion and the natural pain of loss to the say, I like I say, we're, we're the losers. Mom is the winner, right, in this scenario. But this loss is, is just a temporary, momentary parting. With the Christian, death is never goodbye. It's I'll see you later. Right. And so... Uh, as we can continue to, to look at the truth and embrace the reality that Jesus has prepared something greater for us beyond this life and for our loved ones that are Christians, like in this case your mother, then we can move toward that with a, with a greater sense of peace and joy in, in displacing the, the, the sorrow and, and, the, and the grief of the moment. And so the idea is, is as we look toward the light, move toward the light, as you say, we elevate him and the truth it shortens this shadow. It shortens this journey through the valley. So we're, you know, on the other side, in, enjoying the reality of his truth that keeps us and sustains us. So that's, that's I don't want it to, to seem sort of uh, some, some kind of spiritual platitude because, again, we live in two worlds at the same time. Sure. I'm a natural being, but I'm also a spiritual being. The question is, which one is going to which dominate one? you? And the, the one that dominates me is the one that I have fed over 54 years of ministry is my spirit man that in the midst of all this, my spirit man is stronger so I can live out of my spirit because the Bible says that the flesh wars against the spirit and they aren't the same. They, 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 they can't coexist. One is going to be greater than the other. And so uh, the Bible talks about crucifying your flesh, denying your flesh, uh, saying yes to the Lord, whatever. And you build yourself up with truth and the truth of knowing where your mother is and that we're moving in that direction too, and this is just a temporary parting. I'm gonna be with Christ, I'm gonna be with her, my mother, my father, your grandmother, your grandfather, whatever, uh, is a reality I'm living. And so it makes it easier, and it makes it uh, the, the journey a little quicker through the grief and sorrow, yeah. uh, rather than just to become self-centered because I've lost somebody, I wanted to be here with me, they're not here anymore, so what am I gonna do? Well, I'm gonna rejoice, they're in a better place, and I'm headed that way too. So I talk to her every day. She's in the presence, present tense with me. I talk to her, not in past tense. 
uh, I, I talk to her, I kiss her, I, I bless her every day. Uh, not that, again, I'm escaping reality. I'm embracing the reality of what it really is, right. the difference between this physical existence marked by death and that eternal existence is nothing but light and life. So let's get practical for a okay. minute. Um, let's talk, talk specifically to people that have lost a spouse, a parent. Oh, come on. They just lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You've made a flip in your perception about the time frame of mom's passing. Um, you know, so many people, one of the ways they get stuck mm-hmm. is they keep counting the days since. They, since. Talk into that for a minute. Well, you can look back into the so many days since they've died. Which I did at the beginning of this podcast. Right. It's been, you know, 20 some days. Right, okay? right. Or you can look at the reality that every day you wake up, you're a day nearer and a yeah. day closer to being with them again. Which again, uh looking back again uh continues to feed the sense of loss and the the sense of maybe depression discouragement whatever that they're not with us anymore or if you say hey praise god they're in a better place i move in that direction every day i'm a day closer right than i was before so it does make a difference in the perception and how you uh, i think how you handle reality and the feelings and emotions of something if you can see yourself moving through it and beyond it to something greater enables you to do that versus just always reflecting back on the past. And just like we've talked about with the COVID thing, uh, we aren't going to have the world we used to have. It's never going to be normal in that sense. No, I know it's it a is. new normal. We've got to learn how to adjust and move forward in the new reality of, of our world. Right. And the same is true when it comes to a personal loss. It's never going to be, she ain't going to be with me anymore. Right. So I can sit and mourn that and just live, close the blinds, not come out of my room and just sit there and die because I will kill myself with, 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 you know, that, that emotion can, can kill me. Sure. Shut me down. Or I can say, well, praise God, I'm going to open the blinds. I'm going to move toward that light. I, every day is a new day that's getting me closer and closer to being with your mom again, but more importantly with the Lord Jesus Christ and everyone that's gone on before us. So it is important how you approach it and the way you think about about it. And I think when you think and accentuate the positive, you you move beyond that valley that you you shorten the shadows, and you move on into the sense of joy and peace and thanksgiving for her and what she contributed to my life, and yet the reality that I'm moving towards something greater that she's enjoying right now. So That's right. Uh, you've often taught me, Dad, that the uh, way we think. Mm-hmm. determines the way we live what what we think and um we have endeavored as a family i know you and i talked about this personally um i talked to um my family and and um i don't want people to get the wrong idea this is something you and i talked about a mm-hmm. lot we wanted to walk through this in a way that would inspire others right. to trust in what we really do believe to be truth right um one of the basic words of church services um, is the word amen. You know, the word amen simply means so be it. So our encouragement to you with this podcast is in spite of the valley of the shadow that all of us are going to walk through, 
let's say amen, not with our words, right? but let's say amen with our life. Right. Let's walk through things with our head held high, our faith fully resolved in the reality of the Son, of the God that we serve, and let Him be the light that guides us through even seasons of mourning. Amen. That's good. Thanks for being with me today, Dad, and for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. We'll see you next time on the Renewed You Podcast.